Hey y'all, and welcome to Southern Fried Spooky, the podcast home of all things Southern spooky and disconcerting. I'm Carolina Girl Heather. And I'm Florida Man Tony. We'd like to ask you to like our Facebook page and leave us some high-star reviews on your podcast platform. If you would be so kind. Indeed, and if not, creepy children will stare into your windows. Um, yeah, that's, that's creepy. Today, we're walking through the night air, heavy with the scent of magnolias, as we talk about... Black-eyed children. Now, I think we should first start by saying we do apologize again. Again. Again, because we have both had the flu at the exact same time. Or at least a really lovely cold. Yes. Well, we moved, and then my father passed away, and I think the stress got to me, but somehow... We both got the the flu or the cold or whatever the sniffles are. You know, other couples, they just get, like, matching tattoos or wear coordinating clothes. We get matching viruses. I know, it's creepy, right? That's just weird. Yeah. So today we are talking about black-eyed children. Or, or, yeah, black-eyed kids. Becks. Becks. B-E-Ks. They are a contemporary American legend. Yes. They are paranormal entities that resemble children between the ages of, like, 6 and, like, 16, 17, something like that. Now, and personally, I think kids are creepy anyway. Oh, absolutely. Um, we say this. We both have children, but we also agree that other people's kids are creepy. <laughs> creepy. They're creepy. <coughs> I was a terrible babysitter. <laughs> I only got asked once or twice, and the kids tried to poison me, and I was like, "No, not again." <laughs> yeah, I would, I would say I'm done. Mm-hmm. I, I would, I would make like a Vegas dealer and just go, "Yep, I'm out," and <laughs> just take off. I'm just going to say that the um, Edward Gorey alphabet children, where they all perish in uh, terrible ways, is one of my favorite. Oh, absolutely, kind of poems. absolutely. But apparently, these kids they present pale skin and eyes that are like pools of darkness. So goth. Like, no, well. A little bit more goth than even we are, because Ooh. like not only are their like pupils retina is black, but they're like the sclera is black. The entire eye, like demons on supernatural. Yeah, like supernatural demons. You know, they're just they're all black. They're often reported seen hitchhiking, begging for I guess numerous things, or um, they're count- they're encountered in homes. Like they'll on on the doorsteps of houses. There have been numerous reports of people getting knocks on their door at three in the morning. Something <laughs> when like that. When you said reports of them in homes, I'm just like oh. God, just like walk down the hallway. Excuse me, ma'am. Ah! <laughs> no, I, I don't think I'd like that at all. <laughs> Knowing me, it'd be like, take the cat! <laughs> what? No. <laughs> even even if it were, like, if kids were to knock on my door at 3 a.m., of course, me being a father, my first reaction is to instinctively go into dad mode. I'd be sort of like, what's the setup here? Yeah. <laughs> Who are they working for? So, I got a question. Hmm. What makes them so spooky? Other than their kids? You know, the fact that their eyes are not natural at all. Well, we can talk about that. Now, my dad did work for, like, 30 years in the, um, well, he fitted eye like contacts, but he worked in the eye clinic. Didn't he so, also do glass eyes or something like that? He collected them. Oh, he collected glass eyes. This is where you get it. Uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> but um, for humans, kind of obviously, black is not a natural eye color. So, like, the white part of the eye is the sclera. Yeah. And it, well, I mean, if you consider the entire eyeball, not just what you can see, it's most of the eye. It's the most of the surface of the eye. Yeah. Now, granted, like I said, mostly what we see is the iris, the colorful part. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have the pupil, which is the black part. And some people with, like, health problems sometimes have sclera that show, like, yellow, like jaundice. Well, yeah, I was about to say that's jaundice. Um, some people show red when they burst capillaries in their eyes. Which is disturbing. And then there are the 
people who have the uh, the lovely idea of getting their eyes their tattooed. Their eyes tattooed, yeah. Which is horrifying. Um, in ac- actuality, I wanted to bring this up. There are a couple of reported cases of eyes turning black. Like, the entirety of the eye turning black. But this is due to hypothermia. Oh, well, that's um, not what I've heard. There's actually a, a, a picture, and it's a very sad picture of this this young girl. She's eight or nine, and she oh, I know what you're talking yeah, she's about. trapped under the log, and they can't move the log, and she's slowly dying, and her eyes are just completely black. And she's like mostly in water. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, very it's, it's, creepy it's, picture. It's, it's a it's a very disheartening picture. Well, true, because she. I mean, I know she died uh, like a couple hours after the picture. Actually, was taken. she died like thirty minutes after really? the picture was taken. Yeah, like they were just too late to do anything. Yeah, like her legs were pinned, as I understand. But it was—it's—it is a spooky picture. It's sad, but the eyes are really weird. Yeah, like there are some animals have very dark. I mean, if you look at horses, horses have mostly black eyes. Most you know reptiles and such. Some do. I guess it just sort of looks very snaky to us. Well, I think it's alien because... Or, yeah, like even the aliens are presented with the big black eyes. They are, but one one of the things I wanted to bring up is the fact that sharks have just completely... Like, if you look at them, most of their eye is black and it just looks dead. Because you can't see anything in it. So that's why people associate the predator with the black eyes. Ah, that's a good point. Okay, so I know that doll eyes creep you out because they look dead to you. Yes. I do not not like the way, like, those realistic dolls, like when we were watching Slapped Ham and (laughs) he was showing the haunted dolls. Oh, yes. And I... I can't... The ones that look like Raggedy Ann and all that, like, those are fine. Or even, like, you know, the Barbies and stuff. But when we're talking about those ones that look... The old porcelain dolls? Yeah, the like ones the glass that look eyes. real? I, I hate them. I don't know if they look real, but... Okay, but my point was, do shark eyes bother you? Not really. Because... And I've swam with sharks before. They Yeah, they look lifeless, but if you look, they're always moving. They're always mm, looking okay. at something. So, I guess the reason why these would be creepy is because you just can't see them. And... And you can't read them. Yeah, and again, yeah, you read eyes. A lot of people might not even notice it. When you look at somebody in the eye, your brain is reading them. That's true, and not just, you know, this the fine muscle movements mm-hmm. of your... I guess all the things around one's eye, but you do communicate a lot with the eyes. And yeah. when the eyes are completely dark, which I guess is why poker players wear sunglasses. Well, yeah. I mean, and if, if when you look at somebody, you're, you're like, okay, you're looking at their eyes. Are they shifty? Are they moving? You're reading micro gestures in their mm-hmm. face. Are they happy? Are they sad? What are they thinking? This, you're not, you may not intentionally do it subconsciously. You are doing it. You're reading that person, whether you know it or not. Your first instinct is to read a person to tell if they are a threat. Or if they're a friend. That probably comes from the fact that humans are, like, you know, tribal pack creatures, if yeah. you will. And can we trust somebody? Oh, and absolutely. That, that makes a big difference. Well, that's the, the whole fear of the dark. The reason why humans are scared of the dark is because, well, we have no natural defenses. I.e., like poisonous barbs or venom or anything like that. So, we have to rely on tools and shelter and stuff. So, And I think the black eyes, like, it represents that instinct of we're freaking scared because we can't tell. Yeah. So as, I don't know if you would call this a cryptid or an entity, but as the BEKs are, they're sort of new Um, in in the grand scheme of things. Like, are they sort of an internet I think they've, no, they've become more prevalent nowadays. Mm -hmm. Because one of the stories that I wanted to cover today actually takes place in like 1992. Which to me, you know, sounds like, oh, that was last year. No, it was not. (laughs) Yeah, sorry. No, it wasn't. Ah, Gen X. Yeah. We're so old Maybe 92 was 30 years ago. Excuse me, I'm going to go die in the glacier now. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) 
internet forums, yes, they existed back then because we had dial-up AOL and Windows. Ah, oh, that sounds. And Windows 3.5. Wow. We've come a long way. <laughs> yeah. Didn't you say some of our listening audience is, like, what is the, I forget the age range. Like, some of them may be young enough to be like, what are they talking about, yeah, grandmother? Yeah, so, so like, like, so, like, some of our, our audience is within the 18 to 21 range, and 18 to 21, if you weren't raised by the right people, you probably are questioning, what are they talking about? What is AOL? That's called American Online, kids, and that's how the internet originated. <laughs> I dare say we strayed from our script just a Yeah, touch. but still... Okay, so over the last 20, 20 years, years, 20 to 30 years, um, there have been a few people who have said they've encountered black-eyed children. Indeed. And there's a bit of a pattern, mm-hmm. which it sounds really freaky. A child or children mm-hmm. approach the door or car window yeah. of an adult late at night. They always seem to be late at night. And they'll ask for help. Yeah. Now, apparently, as they get closer, the adult person is overwhelmed with a sense of dread. Yeah, like fight or flight. That's sort of how I feel in the party as a natural well, introvert. I was about to say, you're it's an introvert. Like, you, you're just like, yeah, it's going to kill me. Uh, <laughs> no, they're going to talk to me. Oh, no. And I don't know. There's there's also this element of they, apparently they need to be invited. Like, they'll ask for yeah, help. Yeah, they, they, they They'll they ask say, for help, and if you resist, they'll insist harder like no you have to help us you have to let us in and i think there was one case where they said we can't come in unless you yeah you have to invite us you have to you have to tell us we can come in which sounds very vampire yeah (laughs) now now if you let one in and they started acting crazy and you're like you're uninvited would they just be like thrown out i don't know how interesting we'll have to see if someone's willing to take on that particular experiment for science yeah for science and I do point out that the voices of the children are kind of monotone yep. and lifeless. And sometimes it says that they may only be able to speak in a few repeating sentences. Sort of like an animatronic constantly repeating what it's I, doing. I suppose. Or like they've only, if they're alien, maybe they've only learned a certain bit of, of the language. I don't know. But Which way to the bathroom? Donde esta biblioteca? Where is the library? Wait, what I. <laughs> they usually wear black clothing, so good choices. Oh, yeah, there. great choices. Great choices. Fashion sense is, is on par there. Yeah. Um, sometimes they're accompanied by another Beck friend or a sibling. I um, suddenly want to put, like, Beck music in now. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, as I said, they'll, they'll ask for something specific. They may ask to use the phone. Mm-hmm. Um,. They'll insist harder. I'm just repeating all of this. We're still on cough medicine, y'all. Yes, we, we, yeah, it's cough medicine. And the uh, curious thing is that people say that even though they don't want to, they will find themselves, like, starting to move, like, to obey the request of the children. Like, oh, one guy was saying that he felt himself starting to roll down his car window. Yep. Back in the days when we had to roll windows down by hand, y'all. Or, you know, they'll be outside asking to come in and people will find themselves, like, starting to open the door. So they have kind of this built-in power of persuasion. And then people will notice that they have these creepy, empty, inky eyes, and then and they it gets weird. Scream and run. Yeah, and there aren't any stories that I know of about what happens if one acquiesces to the request. Okay, so that I don't think has ever been talked about. So either they're not that persuasive, or there are no survivors. We're not sure. Yeah, for real. 
Most sources indicate that the legend originated in postings written by a Texas reporter, Brian Bethel. Oh, so he's the one who started it. Yep, on a ghost-related mailing list. Okay, a mailing list. So this is like well before Discord or Twitter. Yeah, no Twitter, no Discord, no nothing like that. This is when we had things called chat rooms. But it related (laughs) to two alleged counters with with black-eyed kids. Uh, Bethel describes the encounter with two kids in Abilene. Abilene. Abilene, Texas. Right. Bethel's stories have become regarded as classic examples of creepypastas, which which I like. like Internet stories, right? Yes, which I like. And gained such popularity that he published an FAQ, which is a frequently asked question, if you didn't know. Fact. Just to keep up with the demand of more info about this new urban legend. So, Uh, So did he start the ball rolling on this? Did he invent them? Or is it his story was just the first one to be recorded? Well, it wasn't the one, the first one to be recorded. It was the first one that reached out widely because it was... The first one that got noticed. Yes. It was the first one to really gain notoriety. Okay. But in 2012, Mr. Bethel told his story on a reality TV series called Monsters and Mysteries. Do you remember that? It was in America and Jonathan Frakes. Oh, okay. That sounds like something I would definitely have recorded if we could do that back then. Yep, he wrote a a follow-up article uh, and described his experience in maintaining his belief that they were legitimate. For the Abilene Reporter News. Yeah, yeah, the the Abilene (laughs) Reporter News. Out of Albany. Out of Albany. Just kidding. Abilene. Abilene. Oh, I was thinking Maybelline. Maybe it's Abilene. Yeah, they got too much of it in their eyes. That's the problem. Um, In 2012, the horror film Black Eyed Kids. I wonder how long they thought about that title. Probably took them years. At least from 1996. Apparently. But it was produced. The director commented that it was that the creepy children were an urban legend that had been floating around the internet for years now. I always thought it was fascinating. <laughs> but uh, a 2013 episode of MSN's Weekly Strange, I remember that. Oh, I never saw that, but that sounds like it'd be up my alley. Yeah, um, it featured reports of black-eyed children. A 2013 episode of MSN's Weekly Strange that featured reports of black-eyed children is thought to have helped spread the legend. Weekly Strange. That sounds like a great show. <laughs> right? right? Sounds like something we would watch during one week in September 14th. The British tabloid The Daily Star ran three sensationalistic front page stories about alleged sightings of black-eyed children. Which means it's happening in Europe as well. Connected to the sales of supposedly a haunted pub in Staffordshire. Which they probably pronounce Staffordshire. I don't know. Yeah. The paper claimed to have shocking rise in sightings around the world. Yeah, I think it's that thing of like once one person sees it, suddenly other people start to experience it. Yeah. Despite being kind of in the category of creepypasta or urban legend, yeah. the um, ghost hunters apparently take these sightings pretty seriously. Yep. They don't seem to really agree on what the black-eyed children are. Well, I mean, there's some people say it's aliens. Aliens, aliens vampires, like, ghosts. Yeah. All agree that there's some kind of real entity. Oh, yeah. Now, kind of going out and doing our own devil's advocate thing, mm-hmm. science writer Sharon A. Hill was unable to find any documentation of black-eyed child encounters, concluding that the tales are passed on as friend-of-a-friend ghost stories. She considers the legend to resemble typical spooky folklore stories, such as, like, the phantom black dog, where the subject is not supernatural, and there may have never been an actual original encounter. Snopes rates the tales of black-eyed children as a legend, and definitely cites 
cite the tabloid articles. So, according to this, believe it if you like, but realize there's no evidence of their existence. I, you know, so I don't know. Uh, there's that whole cryptid argument again. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's technically a cryptid until you can identify it. But I think what really captures the imagination about them, other than it's just creepy kids, it's just... I don't know, it's the notion of, like, demon spawn, evil children. It's been around for a long time. It, there's something about children that are sweet and innocent until they're not, and the experience is really unsettling. So whether the Becks or BEKs are real or not, the concept of creepy children has been around for a long time. Like <laughs> Forever? Forever. Like, children are sweet and innocent until they're not. And the experience is really kind of unsettling. My example would be like the kids who discovered that they could start the whole witch-burning craze, as was written about in The Crucible. Yeah. The whole mass hysteria of Salem was started by kids. A couple of girls, yeah. But books and films have been, you know, putting children in the roles of dangerous villains and... Children of the corn. (coughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, here's a whole list. Firestarter, okay. The Omen, Bad Seed, there's two of those. All for you, Damien. The Twins in The Shining. Yeah. Um, maybe even Lord of the Flies. Carrie was a teen, so that may not be quite the same one, but the point is, kids can be scary. Oh, absolutely. And, and, I mean, I hate saying this, and most of our demographic isn't below the age of 18. Probably not. And, you know, if you're listening, don't take offense to this, but most kids are assholes. <laughs> Well, until they learn to, you know, develop a certain amount of empathy. It, I mean, but I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying it to be mean. I'm just saying, like, even I was. Like, I mean, until I, at a very young age, learned that my actions have consequences, and I just kind of got out of that really quickly. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, again, kids have to be socially trained, like how to be, how to behave in a, in society. Yeah, yeah, no, agreed. And I think the fact that. These black-eyed children's Becks, B-E-Ks, they represent everything evil about what that was. Sort of innocence twisted. They play yeah, on the fact exactly. that we want to help them. It's built into us to want to help them. Yeah, like as Clearly, a, they're taking advantage in some fashion. As an adult, we are genetically prone to want to help a younger person. Yeah, okay. I'll take that as like a biological well, impairment. I know as a dad, like I was saying before, whenever I hear a baby cry, I instinctively go into dad mode. Like, why is that child crying what is wrong with you be a parent like that's just me so i think i may be one of those ones to fall under the can you let us in yeah sure oh lord <laughs> you'll be the one to figure this out for science but it'll be for science great and remember guys if if this happens and i disappear i will always be your florida man <laughs> <laughs> And I think the the concept of innocence tainted can even extend to their toys, like haunted dolls. Like we have Annabelle and Robert the doll. And, and Chucky, Chucky. Chucky and I, you know, I'm thinking of, like, you say haunted dolls. I think of 80s movies like The Puppet Master. Oh, yeah. I, and I used to be like, a professional puppeteer, so I did not let myself watch that for a oh, while. It's, it's so cheesy. It's it, so it good. Is, yeah, it it's is. so good. But you should uh, try being in a puppet theater late at night when there's, like, one broken window, so the whole rack of puppets. It sway slightly. It's creepy as all get out, okay? Is, is that something we're going to talk about in a later episode? We could talk about it right now, but it's just creepy. <laughs> <laughs> an entire episode of Haunted Puppets. Well, I did we... do an internship at the Atlanta Center for Puppetry Arts, and I got to go into the museum and was shown a puppet that had been dropped off because it was allegedly haunted. Wow. Didn't was... you also work with like some of the hints and stuff? I didn't get to work with it, but... Totally as an aside, yes, they had some of the original Dark Crystal puppets there at the time. Which this was, sounds amazing. It was like 1996. 
six, maybe? So about the time the BEKs became a thing. <laughs> I got to touch a real mystic, y'all, but I had to wear museum gloves. Oh, that's awesome, though. The thing is huge. It's like 12 feet long. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh, I imagine it's, what, four puppeteers? Underneath there, yeah. Wow. Like, from the original, not the new series, but the original Dark Crystal where everything's pneumatic and whatnot. Mm. I, so, I digress. We have deviated. We have. I'm sorry. It's okay. You mentioned uh, puppets, okay. <laughs> you know, our, our fans get us. We we will go off on tangents just about random things. The Henson but, Studios are haunted. Oh, really? We'll have to talk about that sometime. But that's in England now, so. Oh, okay. Oh, well. Anyway. Well, but, okay, yeah, so toys are scary. <laughs> toy, toys are scary. Kids are scary. I do remember when my oldest, who's now almost 24, she had some kind of toy piano. And we had just moved into the house that we just moved out of. And her toy piano was in the bottom of a box and it started to play kind of like in demo mode yeah and i'm trying to take a nap so i open <laughs> i get up i open up the box unload the box find the piano there are no batteries in that thing oh wow it was absolutely a chucky moment and i was just like <laughs> so i think bad things might have happened to that piano <laughs> and say and say nope the piano yeah that's a big old nope so if my oldest ever asks me at the time i was like oh we couldn't find it <laughs> I don't know. Oh no, something happened to it. Well, that's With a like sledgehammer. <laughs> that, that's like in our studio right now. Apparently, in this family, they find it funny to put a doll wherever Florida Man is going to be, and she is currently sitting about three feet to my right, staring at you. With yeah, her lovely blue eyes, and giving me a thumbs up. Yeah, Dinosaur. but she's turned off. You know, she does suck her thumb and make noise when she's turned on. Yeah, it's still creepy. And then Sheila up above me. Well, Sheila's my high school my, no I got her in college she's my college mannequin that I got when I went to school with Chuck Windig his crowd had Sheila I ended up he drove her down from Pennsylvania in the wow, car wow that's cool but she's only half a mannequin the legs Wait, disappeared Chuck Ding, longer Chuck Windig is in like the writer yeah Star Wars writer yep mm, that's awesome I'm totally name dropping we were in the same literature class that's cool and writing class. didn't y'all do D&D together or something like that oh he was a master he was good D&D White Wolf again with the deviation but yeah, that's where Sheila came from. Wow. Yeah, so creepy mannequin, creepy doll, let's freak Tony the hell out. I've always had a thing about the the notion of dolls coming to life. I've had dreams when I was younger about this one particular doll that my grandparents had given me. And it's the kind that like hangs on a wall. It's yeah, not exactly yeah. a play doll. It you know came from Bahama or Nassau or something like that. And I swear I had the most realistic dream of this doll starting to move on the wall. And that doll kind of creeped me out ever since. I still have it, but I always kind of look at it real carefully. <laughs> on the topic of that, when I was little, one of the first horror movies, well, one of the first horror movies I can remember, because the very first one I remember is Night of the Living Dead, 1968. Awesome. I adored that movie. Black and white one? Yes. Absolutely. But one of the ones that stick out in my memory was the original Poltergeist. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Okay, so you remember the scene where the storm's going off and the little boy's trying to go to sleep and the clown is in the chair? Yes. And then it, like, pulls him under the bed? Well, shortly after I saw that, my great-grandmother, Nanny Ruby, she knitted me a clown with a plastic head. Oh, how unfortunate. And my mother sat it in the chair in my room and I flipped the script. I would not allow that thing to be in my room at all. Oh, like, I, mean, I made my mom put it in the closet. <laughs> I mean, on the one hand, that's very sweet, and then that's also very sad. <laughs> like, how but, unfortunate. No, but now, I, now I'm thinking about it. 
Um, now thinking about it, like thinking about the clown, it just had a little plastic head, little red nose, but the entirety of the body was knitted. It had little knitted arms, little knitted legs, and everything. Yeah. It was really cool. But I was like, as a, I, I want to go back to my my child self and be like, dude, grow up. <laughs> <laughs> you were a kid. Yeah, I know, I know. But you know, here we are getting onto other creepy stuff instead of. The well, it's because black eyed children, children are kind of. Well, I'll say new-ish. Yeah, and there's not a lot there's, about them. There's I mean, not a lot script, about them. Our scripts are usually about seven pages long. Yeah, yeah. This one's more like three. Yeah. But we wanted to talk about it because it's cool and... So if you, if you wanted to learn anything about black-eyed kids, just don't answer your door at night. If you see kids wanting anything from you, tell them to go away. Okay. And I'd say most of the time, most of you know, modern kids, they all have their own phones. They don't really need That help. is true. So if some kid with black eyes says, hey, can I use your phone? Be like, you know, where's your Sprint Mobile? Either that or you just have an extra one and you just kind of pass it out the door or out the little mail slot. Here you go. Use this brick. Right. <laughs> Call, use it for whatever, but... Uh, Go away. Get down. Here, have this 1996 potato. <laughs> <laughs> well, y'all, given that we are still slightly sick, but we were determined to do something because we've been gone far too often. Yeah, almost we are, a week and a half. We are nearing the end of our script. Yes, and we are absolutely nearing the end of our... Vocal ability. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, again, we're going to apologize for this, from deviating and everything. If you want to learn about Black Eyed Kids... Go and look them up. Definitely check out some YouTube videos because there's some creepy stuff out there. Now, in the last time we recorded, we did mention and we said, yep. like, next time we're going to do something really cool we that did. you. So, and we mentioned a documentary that you were in. I did. That's still coming up. Yes, I. We're waiting for stuff to come in the mail. Yeah. So, we will have something pretty cool yeah, soon. Yeah, we'll, we'll we've got to... a lot of neat ones in the works. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And we're hoping to have some more interviews with people, but mm -hmm. scheduling is a pain. Especially nowadays. Oh, yeah. And gas prices are killing everybody's like ability to travel so yeah and i mean zoom is a thing and yeah. we're gonna attempt to do some zoom and see if that quality is decent yeah but yeah y'all we went out to dinner tonight and had to fill up my car with gas my car's meal was more expensive than ours <laughs> the car's meal was 93 dollars it was 93.39 i blame putin but moving on again <laughs> we're gonna have some cool stuff up and coming thank yep. you for your patience and just listening to us so we really hope that you've enjoyed this foray into our chemically <laughs> altered minds. Yeah, but here's here's a question. Yes, what is your question? Black-eyed kids. Yes. Are they real or are they just nightmare fuel? <sighs> well, they're definitely nightmare fuel. Uh, absolutely. I don't know. I mean, there are a lot of things like the rake or whatever, things that are, people are seeing something. And I don't know, maybe there is someone who's just invented it all. You never know. You never know. I but, mean, I mean, or, you know, maybe one will be like, yo, I was a black-eyed kid when I was little. You know, we belong to a cult, and then we move away. I used to be a vampire, but now I'm a accountant. I got over it. <laughs> so what do you think? Are they real or are they not? I think it's something. I mean, so, like me, you like, think it's something? Like, I can't tell. Like, maybe it's maybe it's people playing a joke and just putting those, like, scolar contacts in kids and being like, go ask them or something. You know, it could be anything. I've heard those are really uncomfortable. They, I put, I've had them in. They oh. are very uncomfortable. Fantastic. That lasted for all of 10 seconds. Yeah. Like, I was like, get them out. Get them out. It felt like sandpaper in my eyes. It was ridiculous. Have to look into it some more. Maybe somebody will discover something. Well, I hope so. I would love to see like some video evidence at some point. Oh, absolutely. Of course, usually if it's at night, the quality is never that great. Yep. But we'll see. I filmed this on my chalupa. <laughs> 
That was so random sounding. <laughs> well, all the same, y'all, I hope that you um, enjoyed our rambly stuff. Indeed. And we appreciate your likes and your stars and continue to share with people. Um, we have our Facebook page where we talk about, well, us and Plus, our stuff. And stuff and things. And we're not sure what we're doing next week. We hope to get to the, our special cool one, but yeah. we'll get there eventually if nothing else. But in the meantime... Enjoy the Midnight Magnolias. I'm Carolina Girl. And I'm Florida Man. Are we done for this time? I guess so. All right. right. Bye, Bye, y'all. Oh, my God. Okay, where's the NyQuil? Right? Uh, Cough drops? Cough drops. We'll have cough drops. Cough drops. Cough drops.